0: Welcome back to another week of Off Topic. This week, we'll be talking about the NBA news, where the trade deadline go down in the NBA. March Madness started, so we'll be getting to that. And NFL free agency also came upon us. So join us on this wonderful journey of sports. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Um, it's been a while. It's been what, like a year? It, I that's it, what it feels like. It too feels long.
1: longer than two weeks. Really yeah, nice. it does. <laughs> My bad. Yeah.
0: yeah, sorry to all the listeners out there. I know you guys missed us last week, all 10 of you. Uh, but <laughs> Ian was in Cancun, and we'll get to that at the end, because I'm sure Ian has some wonderful stories of him going out to nightclubs and everything like that that he would like to tell us. So, Yeah, because that's what Ian loves to do. <laughs>
1: I was getting a real tan out there in Cancun. <laughs> Nick saw I me today. Means- How tan do I look? Red. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. No, but let's, uh, let's dive into the NBA news. We have a lot to get through today. Uh, we missed the trade deadline. Uh, literally, maybe 48 hours after we discussed P.J. Tucker maybe going to the Bucks and his fit there. Bucks traded for P.J. Tucker. And honestly, Ian, I love that.
1: Oh yeah, so do I. I was uh, I was a little upset personally that the DJ Wilson hype is finally over. Um, I was always a big DJ Wilson fan, not because of his play style, but because he was just the nicest, coolest dude ever. The few times mm-hmm. I had met him, Nick, you'd met him too, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's a super nice guy.
1: Yeah, he's super nice, and um, I I, I love DJ, but. It was for the better of the team because there's no doubt P.J. Tucker is a better player.
0: Yeah, I think just inserting P.J. Tucker into the closing five lineup with Giannis, Chris, Dante, and Drew, it just makes him a better like team defensively. And no doubt, yeah. you can space the floor with Tucker now hitting threes. But what I didn't realize is that he didn't play in the majority of the games this year with Houston.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd not been like sitting out. Or I guess he just got kind of sitting out because he knew he was going to get traded eventually. And he just wants to, at his age, he just wants to be healthy down the stretch of every season. So there was really no point for him to play for where he knew he wasn't going to be at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's when, that's where we need him end of the year. So, yeah. Uh, but the bucks also made another move in the buyout market. They got Jeff Teague yesterday. Um, I know you and I talked about this on the side, Ian, about whether they're going to get Austin Rivers, whether they were going to get like a big guy or Jeff Teague. And I know you mentioned Jeff Teague. You would not be mad if they got him.
1: Yeah. um, I wanted Rivers personally, but I think they went with Teague because of the Mike Boone Atlanta days. I'm assuming that's why. Um, But I mean, it's fine. Like I feel like Jeff Teague and Austin Rivers aren't, I looked up their stats. They aren't too different of players. So, um, like, it's whatever. Like, Teague knows Boonhoser, so it'll be easy for him to get adjusted in the offense and defense quickly. So, I'm ha- I'm happy with it. I'm happy we got a guard since we got rid of Augustine.
0: Yeah, um, with the Teague thing, I did see a stat where like he's like 45 percent on like catch and shoot threes or something like that. So yeah, so he,
1: he is he a should, good shooter.
0: He should be able to fit in pretty well just three-point land and then you also mentioned the connection with food and holes already uh, but yeah and you mentioned dj augustine i'm kind of happy they got rid of him in that trade oh that, me that pre- too he did not pre- work out that frees up so much cap space this summer and next summer it's unbelievable
1: yeah he stunk
0: yeah um, I, he was one of the guys that i thought was going to work out for the bucks and be able to run a good second unit hand up i was wrong
1: yeah <laughs> Um, the Bucks also worked out Brandon Knight, which would have been fucking awesome if they brought him back. Like this was like a couple years ago when we brought back Brandon Jennings.
3: Do you yeah. remember that? Mm-hmm.
1: If we'd have brought back B Knight, dude, that'd have been crazy. Because he came over with Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. And Chris Middleton was just the throw in for that trade. Like they didn't want to pay him. So they were like, well, you can just take this guy too. And look how that freaking worked out. So but it would have been awesome to get it for a playoff run to get Brandon Knight back with Giannis and Chris where it all started. Like, That'd that be was like sick. when the rebuild like started started mm-hmm. with Brandon yeah. Knight, which was would have been awesome. But obviously the Bucs went with Teague over him. But so the fact that even worked out is kind of sick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if you were a Bucks fan back when like the rebuild first started and like have watched Brandon Knight play in a Bucks uniform, you
2: are a loyal fan. He was a good player. He was good. He, didn't he go to Cleveland afterwards or something like that? No, he went to Detroit.
1: He was in Detroit before.
2: Before, yeah.
0: Oh. Then
1: I don't I, know where I, he went. After. I think he went to
0: Cleveland or bounced around the league or something, but he definitely he bounced to, around.
1: I think he did go to Cleveland for like a season or half he a did, season. He did, yeah.
0: Yeah. But if he, the Bucks would have signed him, it would have been awesome. No matter what. Um, let's dive into some more trades here. We have a lot to get through in terms of trades. Uh, first, let's start with the Clippers Hawks swap of Rajan Rondo, and Lou Williams. Um, I really have no thoughts on this trade. You guys?
2: Both not people really. aren't going to, they're not going to do anything. Both of them. So it doesn't really matter. Unless playoff Rondo comes out like he always does. Like, I, but I otherwise, was, I don't know.
1: I thought it was stupid that Lou Williams, Posted that he wanted to retire after he got traded. Shut up, oh my bro! He's
2: lemon pepper Lou every single day now. <laughs> yeah. He should be ecstatic.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, these NBA players just piss me off sometimes. You got traded to a team that you don't want to play for, so you're just gonna maybe retire. Shut up, Lou Williams. Go play yeah. with the Hawks. Oh my god, mm-hmm. good whining.
0: I yeah, I don't know why he's complaining. I mean, the Hawks. Right now, the Hawks are, what, fourth or fifth in the they're East They're like the right
1: fourth seed. Yeah, they're not yeah. even bad.
0: Oh, I, I don't really understand that. Plus, he's in Atlanta. He can hit all the strip clubs he likes there. Exactly. I mean, it's a win-win situation for him. Uh, Nick, your Bulls made a ton of moves at the trade deadline. Uh, yes, sir. Let's go through them one at a time here. Okay, so you get Troy Brown and Mo Wagner from BC for Gafford and Hutchinson. And then you immediately flip Wagner and I believe Luke Cornette was in that trade as well. Yeah,
2: and Luke Cornette or Daniel Tice. I like that honestly. Uh Gafford and Chandler Hutchinson both were playing um and I obviously Luke Cornette is so fucking bad. I hate him so much. And I think Daniel Tice is going to be a good backup. Uh because he's he can be a pretty solid defender. And his uh when he was on the Celtics, he was first on the team in catch and shoot on corner threes. So uh, that's pretty good. I'm I'm actually I'm really happy with that trade, actually.
1: Yeah, he started in Boston.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And you mentioned the corner threes. I remember last Wednesday the Bucs were playing the Celtics. Oh yeah, and yeah. he had a shot to win the game and I thought wide it was wide
1: open.
2: Dude, it was close. It was. <laughs>
1: Giannis yeah. said after the game, he's like, when I saw him catch it up, my first thought was, oh, shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw that.
0: Mm-hmm. No, but that, that was the first set of moves that they made. And then the big trade of Nikula, Nikola Vukovic. Right? Vukovic. Vukovic, whatever. The good guy from Orlando uh, <laughs> to the Bulls for Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and two first-rounders.
2: I'm fine with it. I really like it actually because Vooch is a really good player. He's an all-star center. So now we have two all-stars on the team. That's pretty awesome, not gonna lie. I will, I will say this. Pairing... Say... Oh go oh. ahead, Ian.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I found it very interesting that the Bulls were like buying so hard and not selling at the trade deadline. I mean, I guess because it's we've
2: sold, we've sold for the last however many years, and uh, what we're gonna keep trying to get. But these you a good seven management th- now. Yeah, I know. So they obviously know what they're doing now. Like, because wait, is Vucevic going to be a free agent? No, I think he
0: signed a year or two ago. Okay, like, four-year extension. So,
1: I, see, I like. I don't I see that moving them up, this moving them up in the playoff spots at all. I will. Well, say- I
2: know, but it's better than getting a goddamn seventh overall pick again, dude. That pisses me off so much.
1: That's true.
0: I will say, in terms of like why they were buying instead of selling, the East from like, the four seed to, like, the 11th seed is,
2: like, a two-and-a-half game difference. It's all right wide in. open. Yeah, it's all wide open. So even then, if they go on literally, like, a five-game win streak, then they're in, like, sixth place. Like, that's how shitty the bottom half of the East is.
1: Where are they right now? Uh, I think,
2: like, 10th. I believe they're in 10th, yeah. Yeah. They've
1: they lost. They've lost their last two, haven't they? The trade They've lost
2: nine. like three or four in a row. They because they lost a couple before. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's also gonna take a couple games for everyone to get chemistry and stuff. Because literally, Vucevic didn't even get a practice. He he just got thrown into a game, and then Tice too, because uh, Tice didn't come right away. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean that wasn't the only move that Magic made either at the deadline trade. Evan Fournier to the Celtics for two second rounders. Um, I thought that was
2: kind of like cheap for Yeah, Fournier. that's a good that's a good deal for the Celtics.
1: Did you see his stat line last night? No. 0 for 10 with zero points and like 35 minutes played. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. See, everybody said that this was a steal, but I don't know, dude. When's the last time like Evan Fournier doesn't <laughs> doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. When I hear that name, I'm just like, K. Hey. <laughs> like, everybody's well, like, oh, this is a great steal. This is a great for the Celtics. I don't know, dude. When you think of good players in the league, and nobody thinks of Evan Fournier.
2: No, they think, when I, mean, I think of Evan Fournier, I'm like, yeah, he's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I literally think, he... oh, I know who that is. So he can't be that bad, but he's not yeah. good. But it's just because
2: I mean... the... he was on the Magic, bro. So it's like, oh, they got a good player from the Magic. But yeah,
1: but I mean, he's everybody from knew the magic.
2: It, everybody <laughs> knew
1: that Aaron Gordon and Vucevic were good. Yeah. Nobody talked about Fournier. Yeah. So whatever. I, fuck the Celtics. I hope this crashes and burns for him anyways. <laughs>
0: I hope it does too. I just don't look up his last name on Google. Images.
1: Please. No. Oh, why? I, it's- uh,
2: his last name is uh, Fournier and there's this thing called Fournier's gangrene. So, it's just some absolutely disgusting disease.
1: (laughs) What was that one disease you had me look up that one time? Uh, Oh my God, what was it? Some with like a fucking gross baby. Zika? Yeah, yeah, the Zika virus. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, when all the babies come out with heads the size of your fist. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, my fists. uh... Yeah, yeah,
0: you're a baby <laughs> fist. Yeah. yeah, no, but uh, Magic also sent Aaron Gordon to the Denver Nuggets for Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a first rounder. Um, good for the Nuggets, and it looks like the Magic are on a full full on rebuild right now. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, so yeah, they they had a fire sale at the deadline. I'm trying to think, of any other trades? The oh. Uh, Norman Powell went from the Raptors to the Blazers. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or Gary Trent and some other guy. Uh, but, yeah. I, and Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood, yep. Thank you, Nick. But mm. me, personally, I don't really see why the Trailblazers did that. Like, why would you bring in Norman Powell, who's only going to be like a one-year rental? You're not going to be able to keep him in
2: the offseason. But Gary Trent's a cheaper option in the offseason, in my opinion. Norm- Norman Powell, he's... He's good, dude. He was probably the b- best player on the Raptors like this no, Fred year. Fred VanVleet. Not dude. I, at the start of the year sure, but Fred Van VanVleet hasn't done shit. It was a legit All-Norman Powell.
1: Did you see what that was just saying like over half the league wanted Norman Powell? That doesn't I, surprise I, me. Yeah, He's no, a really good player. Yeah, I agree with you. He is really good. He I mm-hmm. mean this is a great for Bucks fans because he was just a Bucks killer. Yeah. Like for, if they if the Bucks played the Raptors, he's hitting at least seven threes. So it was good to get him on a West team where we're not going to see him in the playoffs at all.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like that move for the Blazers too.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it, um, just because a backcourt of Dame, CJ, and Norman Powell is very good. Yeah, but I do also see Liam's point, like. Gary Trent was also not bad and a yeah. lot cheaper.
2: I did he I don't know how much did he play for the Blazers though? I honestly don't know. I assume that he was like a sixth or seventh guy.
0: Yeah, he, he didn't start, but he was like a sixth or seventh man for the Blazers.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh well, I'm I do not know. I just think in terms of like production, don't get me wrong, Norman Powell's definitely like an upgrade. But at the price he's gonna like he paid this summer. I just don't know if the Blazers are going to be willing to keep him. Mm-hmm. I like he kept uh, Gary Trent. But uh, speaking of the Raptors, big news at the deadline was that Kyle Lowry was not traded at all. And I also think that's great news for Bucks fans because if he were to be traded, it would either be to the Heat or to the Lakers.
1: Or the Sixers. Oh, yeah. They were in there for a little bit. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. glad he did not get traded. Um because well, first of all, we'll talk about it later, but these super teams are just getting fucking ridiculous at this point. But like if he went to the Lakers, dude, oh my god. It would have just been so stupid. I'm glad I'm glad he didn't get traded. But it was crazy that he didn't. Like it sounded like a sure thing. He was gone. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, no. And now that I bring up Miami, Victor Oladipo went to the heat. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh my god, yeah. Yeah.
0: Completely <laughs> forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh but I think that's a good pickup for the Heat because the Heat didn't give up much for Oladipo either.
1: They gave up nothing, dude. Yeah.
0: So there's a lot of movement at the deadline and there were also some buyouts that happened. And I believe this is where Ian's going with the super teams here. Mm. Uh, with Lamarcus Aldridge to Brooklyn. So why don't you just uh talk about that?
1: See, I'm not upset at this one because the fuck... LaMarcus Aldridge sucks. He hasn't been good for three years. So Mm. it's not even this one I'm talking about. But, well, it's also just the fact that, like, literally every time there's a semi-decent free agent or buyout happening, the Lakers and the Nets are always the top two teams that are interested. It's like, oh, my God. And the Nets still have another spot. I have a feeling they're going to get, like, J.J. Redick or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, like... I don't know. It's just dumb, especially the drum into L.A. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. How many fucking. How many fucking superstars do you need to to win all this to stop Giannis? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, like, people are shitting on KD right now because yeah, that's he's stupid. I dude, it. I like that. Is like infuriating me right now because yeah. look at look at the Lakers, dude. Yeah. Like, um, look at their team. What else are is Brooklyn supposed to do? And like, they're getting I, shittier players than LA.
1: Yeah, like I completely get if you hate KD for going to the Warriors, but I don't think you can hate KD for this. Like he no, he
2: went it. he went to a team that was not like the Warriors. He went to the fucking Nets.
1: Yeah, he went to the an eighth seed in the playoffs last year, or whatever. Eighth yeah, or seventh seed, something like that, and then yeah, like Kyrie went there too. And then they happen to trade for Harden and then sign Griffin and Aldridge and all that. But he didn't, KD didn't do that. Like he just happened to be on that team. He didn't go to an already stacked team.
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just also your goal as a player is to win a championship and you're, it's also to recruit players to come to your team. So I don't know. It's just really pissing me off that KD is getting so much hate and that everyone's like, Oh, LeBron is so awesome.
1: Well, another thing that pisses me off is that, like all th- everything that has b- been happening with these Aldridge and Drum and all this stuff, by definition, it is tampering. And oh, absolutely! Bucks, yep. When the Bucks did it with Bogdanovich, we got him taken away and a pick taken away. But when it's Brooklyn or LA, nothing happens. Um, looking back, so I did some research last night. Dante's actually having a better year than Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. He's averaging like three more points, like four more rebounds and like two more assists in about the same amount of minutes. So it actually worked out for us. So it's fine, but it's just like the, it's just the principle. Like, oh, you're not going to punish the Lakers because they're the Lakers and LeBron plays for the Lakers. But when a small market team does it, you take away money. They don't have basically.
2: Yeah, I know. And yeah, it's just, it's just so annoying, dude.
1: Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's have some NBA injury news. Rookie of the Year favorite Lamelo Ball is out. He's not out for the rest of the season, but he is out for a very, for a long time, basically with a fractured hand.
1: Oh, I think it was like four to six weeks. It was expected to be rest of the season, but yeah, now they're six saying he to might eight come or back, something
2: like that. Yeah,
1: which yeah. Uh, hopefully he comes back because everybody loves Mellow.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: even if he doesn't play again, I still think he'll get Rookie of the Year. He absolutely should. Because really, other than him and Halliburton, no other rookie's really been good. And I think Mellow Ball is pretty clear of Tyrese. So
2: Yeah. Uh like Wiseman started the season really really well and then he got hurt. And then yeah. he just wasn't really the same. I no. was
1: Patrick Williams.
2: He's honestly I he's pretty solid. I'm I'm pretty happy with him. He just I just think he needs to shoot the ball more. He's only shooting it like five times a game.
1: Yeah, I just hadn't heard anything.
2: Yeah, he he's honestly he's really solid, okay. and he's a good defender too, so it helps. Yeah, I mean, your thoughts have definitely
0: switched since draft night. I think. Oh yeah, complete one eighty. <laughs> uh, Other injury news: LeBron and Anthony Davis are both out. LeBron was four to six weeks last, I heard. Anthony Davis is out. He's still getting, like, checked up every week or so, and he should be back here the next, like, week or two, I think.
1: So this is why I was so surprised that Kyle Lowry was not traded to the Lakers because let's say they don't get Drummond in the buyout. The Lakers would be, like, a seven or eight seed, right? Yeah. At, at, when LeBron comes back. Like, because Anthony Davis, yes, he's a great player, but we've seen in New Orleans he's not a winner. Every year in mm-hmm. New Orleans, he was like a set five, five, six, seven, eight seed, and the team around LeBron and AD is horrible. Like yeah, the they Lakers suck. Are terrible. Well, do you see the first game? LeBron was out. They lost to the Pelicans by like thirty. Yeah, I did. Like the Lakers are terrible without them. So Drummond will help a little bit, but there's a good chance. Literally, they're like a seven or seven or eight seed by the time five between five and eight. I was going to say, I could see
2: them being like a six seed, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of teams better than the Lakers right now.
0: Oh, yeah. The West is stacked as well. There's a lot of good teams in the West.
1: Yeah. Also, the freaking – they were people were acting like LeBron James got murdered.
2: Oh, my God, I know.
1: Dude, he rolled his ankle. Everybody fucking relax.
2: Also, it did not look that bad, just so you know.
1: No, it didn't. Like (laughs) literally, like, oh my god, prayers up. This is so devastating to the league. He's fine,
2: and I, dude, I swear, bro, if they give him MVP, dude, I will, I'll lose my shit because he does not deserve MVP one bit.
1: So here's here's what I say. Obviously, I'm never gonna root for somebody to get injured, ever, because that's wrong. But <laughs> I'm a little bit relieved that the LeBron MVP talk has slowed down because he's not going to play for 2 months. Yeah. So there's no way they can give it to him now and I seriously think they would have. I think he could have averaged like 25 25- Eight and eight, and they would have gave him MVP over Jokic, who's averaging like fucking 32 A 10 and 10. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because but think because LeBron just cries and whines about it so much, and then LeBron's teammates cry and cry and whine about it so much that they were gonna give it to him just to shut him the hell up.
2: Yeah, LeBron is not in my top five MVP.
1: Oh god, no. He wasn't ever.
2: No. Honestly, He's Giannis not. is
0: probably two
1: right now.
2: Yeah, I would say Giannis is absolutely top three. Absolutely, he is.
1: Yeah, because Embiid's out as well. So it probably goes Jokic, mm-hmm. Giannis, Dame. Yeah. You can flip-flop Dame and Giannis if you want, but I think Jokic is probably the clear frontrunner. Yeah, I would but-
2: say right now it's probably Jokic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think it's obvious. I think it goes Jokic, Giannis, Dame, Steph. You can put Embiid over LeBron right now, too, in my opinion.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I would still – I think if Embiid was healthy, he'd probably be one.
2: Yeah, same. Yeah. That's what I would... If Embiid yeah. was healthy, I'd definitely have met one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, that all we have for NBA news? I think so. All right. Let's move on. March Madness started since we last talked.
3: And oh, it did? Like it did? It did? Uh-huh. It did. Surprisingly, <laughs> it did.
0: But um, my bracket was done, though, so, within like, the first
2: game, actually. Within so, the first like five games, my bracket was absolutely...
0: Kaput. Yeah, so we'll just go round by round here.
2: So round of sixty-four.
0: Um, I think the biggest story of the round of sixty-four is definitely Ole Robert. Mm-hmm. Ohio State stinks. Yeah, who would have ever picked Ohio State to make it to the Final Four out of this podcast?
4: <laughs>
0: by the way, I changed my entire bracket since that. Since we did, oh that yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, here's here's a fun. For us, uh, my friend Ricardo, who has watched probably five basketball games in his entire life, and this is his first year ever filling out a bracket, is going to win our bracket challenge and the $150 that comes with it. He's like the clear frontrunner to win. His max points is like 500 points possible higher than everybody else. Because he had Houston in the final four. He has Houston in the championship. He has Houston beating Baylor.
2: Bro, that I if that shit happens, bro, I'll be so upset. Team Gonzaga
1: winning at least. Uh yeah. I'm has, assuming
2: because they have the highest record.
1: Yeah, he did it. He did it by their record. So he had the final Gonzaga, Houston, Gonzaga winning. <laughs> oh, good for him. He doesn't um, listen to the podcast. He lives yeah. with that. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, but Ollie Roberts, round of sixty-four, they made it to the what? Sweet sixteen. They locked. were
1: they were about an inch away from making it to the elite eight. Yep,
0: I thought I thought he made that shot to move on. Oh, it looked I he did. so. It good looks off so his good. Hand.
1: Just a little short.
0: Mm-hmm. I was really hoping he'd make it too, because that would be like the first buzzer-beater that we would have in this
2: tournament. So
1: mm-hmm. we got yeah. one right after that. The game after that, though. Yeah. So. Yeah,
2: so yeah, but it was to tie, it wasn't a win.
1: It was deep though; it was still good. Yeah, it
2: was a nice one. He okay. like he knew it was in the second. I left his hand too.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going through the bracket right now, looking for any other UCLA. We should talk about them. They play late they're, tonight. They're really good.
2: <laughs>
1: very, they very are good. really good. They barely. So maybe Michigan State wasn't that bad. Mm -hmm. They just ran into a freaking monster in UCLA in the play-in game because UCLA is – I mean, there's a good chance UCLA gets run out of the gym tonight. (laughs) The fact that they made it here is very cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Your talk on Michigan State, Ian, it's interesting because Michigan State has lost by the least amount of points to UCLA than any other UCLA opponents in this tournament.
1: That's what I'm saying, yeah. But – so, I mean, good for UCLA.
0: Yeah. Um, Illinois losing to Loyola Chicago. I do want to talk about that. Loyola's Here.
2: back, bro. Goddamn. Why did they always do this shit in the goddamn tournament? You
1: Remember how everybody was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for Illinois versus uh, Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham versus I would And then we got fucking Loyola versus Oregon State. <laughs> Dude, and it was, like, was, was not like, good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And then everybody was like, all right, well, now let's lease our roost for Loyal. It's a cool story. We love Sister Jean, and Oregon fucking runs them out of the building. <laughs> Oregon State, who was picked 12th in their – 12 out of 12 in their freaking conference tournament, made it all the way to the Elite Eight. They lost last night.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I Illinois played like shit against Loyola. They played so poorly. See, I
0: I think Loyola was, like, under They should have they been. Were. They were. They were. They finished the year top 20 in the rankings, and they put them as a fucking what?
2: A, as, as an eight, yeah. They probably should have been, like, at least a six.
1: Yeah, I at agree least. with you, Liam, but I still, it's still no excuse for Illinois to lose that game.
0: Yeah, no, but, I'm not giving Illinois any excuses. Here. Well, yeah. It. Mm. But,
1: I mean – Kofi Coburn was dominated by that fat white guy from Goddamn Cameron Crutwig. <laughs> yeah, and that's just inexcusable. If you're yeah. a projected lottery pick to get dominated by a by a senior who's yeah. never going to play basketball again, it's just it cannot happen. I mean, he was he was winded. He had to take himself out of the game at the end.
0: Crutwig mm-hmm. yeah. looks like somebody who's like forty years old, has like a nine to five office job, and just absolutely hates his life.
1: Crutwick kind of looks like like
2: Nate. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Are you kidding me?
1: Nate on the basketball court? That's the style of play.
2: (laughs) Dude, Crutwick literally just looks like he just would dominate in rec league.
1: Oh, yeah. He's the guy who'd get picked last because he looks Mm -hmm. like a bum, but he would just murder everybody in the paint. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, Let's see. We went through round of sixty-four, round of thirty-two. I want to talk about the Sweet Sixteen because those games, like, were god awful. Besides the old Roberts, Arkansas, Alabama.
1: Yeah. Are we going to skip over UNC, Wisconsin? Oh, you know what? I forgot about that one. Um, <laughs> Why would you bring it up? because yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to talk about it. Because I want to <laughs> talk about it.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, you can go first, then Ian.
1: Okay. Well, here's what I have to say. Um, I have now permanently put a shun on Wisconsin. I've never liked them, but I've now officially started the hate train of Wisconsin college sports. Like yes. hate, hate train. Like I will root for them to lose for the rest of time forever because they have done nothing but kick the shit. It's okay. I'm a fan of Nebraska, obviously. And they play in the same, same league big 10. So we get our ass whooped every single year. This was my chance. Wisconsin played a team that wasn't Nebraska out of the Big Ten. This was my chance. Everybody, everybody said North Carolina was going to kill Wisconsin because Wisconsin had been horrible down the stretch. And they win by 30. And Brad Davidson, who averages like nine points a game, has 30. Fuck you. They were pulling from half court and just swishing everything. It was unbelievable. I could not believe my eyes. I literally was ready to cry about halfway through the first half. I was like, this is over. And then it just makes even worse that Liam's like, oh, it's not over, Ian. Wisconsin's going to blow it. Shut up. You're up by 25 with two minutes left. It's over. I was so confident. I told you guys if North (laughs) Carolina came back and won, I was going to post a nude selfie of myself on my Instagram story. Yeah. That's how (laughs) sure I was. it was just so annoying. And I knew it was going to happen too. I was like, you know, this is what they're going to shoot 80% from three. And then when they play Baylor, they're going to shoot about 2% from three. <laughs> I did not watch this game because I was in Mexico, but I was watching Twitter reactions and I heard that Brad Davidson was just chucking because he thought he was good from the North Carolina game where he wouldn't miss and he just kept chucking shots and missed everything. I heard he was way too overconfident.
0: Yeah. Um, Great, great insight on that game. I'm not Um, done
1: either. I have something else to say after. Go go ahead, go ahead. Okay, well, here's another thing. Not only have you kicked the shit out of every team that I've ever loved, but then shortly after this game's over, probably one of our, our best players, Walker Kessler, decides to transfer to nowhere and then this this started one of the most wild days in North Carolina basketball history. We thought it was, I thought it was over. Caleb Love's dad started tweeting that kids should transfer more and all this stuff. Armando Baycott's dad started to tweet stuff about North Carolina and Roy Williams, and it was just I was like, oh my god, our entire team's gonna leave, and this is going to be Wisconsin is going to start the downfall of North Carolina, and I was gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> thank god Caleb Love announced on twitter he's staying. Armando Baycott has not said anything which is probably a good thing. Um Walker Kessler is an absolute bomb for leaving. Like North Carolina is known for breeding their bigs and then he thinks his dad knows more about basketball than Roy Williams so he decided to leave because his dad said that he should. It's like hey, you're fucking 7 foot 1 kid, grow up, be a man. Fucking stay at the school you want to stay. Don't listen to your daddy. Fucking baby. I promise you, whatever school he goes to is not going to have better big men than North Carolina. but Or like not have a better coach for big men than North Carolina. But that's fine. Purdue. No, dude. North Carolina is (laughs) the best rebounding slash offensive rebounding team in college basketball every single year consistently. Even this year when we weren't that good. I mean, whatever. If he wants to leave, that's fine. Daron Sharp left for the NBA, which we all knew was going to happen. But it's – it's, I've calmed down a little bit. But I seriously thought Wisconsin was about to end North Carolina basketball as we knew it, and I just could not believe it. So, but things are looking up. We're going to be better next year. Um, Nebraska's going to beat Wisconsin this year in football. So, <laughs> just kidding.
0: Um, my thoughts on the game, I was, like, shocked that Wisconsin was hitting every single shot because they had not done that since they played Louisville back in, what, December?
1: Well, I even tweeted that. I was like, of course. They have their first good half in fucking six months, again, or in six months, six weeks against North Carolina, of course.
0: Yeah. um, I'm happy for the win. I didn't think they'd ever have a shot against Baylor, so I'm not really disappointed in them. Uh, I will say, though, have you seen all the transfers out of Wisconsin's program lately?
1: No, actually, I'm not.
0: So Trevor Anderson, he's six-man off the bench, transferred. Nate Rebers is transferring. Chucky Hepburn is tra- transferring. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Um, then you don't get Micah Potter. Trice is gone. Ford is gone. And so I, I'll i put this out here. I don't know if Wisconsin can beat Nebraska in basketball next year.
1: Oh, that'd be, that'd be awesome. awesome. To be fair, Nebraska basketball is trending in the right direction.
0: That, that's why um, I'm a little bit nervous. They're trending in the right direction. And yeah. Wisconsin's not trending in the right direction.
1: But Do you think it's because um, of guard?
0: He, I hope it is because I've been a notorious Greg guard hater. I don't think mm-hmm. he's that good of a coach. Um, even though he won Big Ten Coach of the Year last year, I think he just got lucky that the team was playing well at the right time. But I think if this season showed anything, he's not a good coach. So, okay. But I don't know. I'm happy for the win. I did not expect the win. Um, I feel really bad for you, Ian. I really do. Like I didn't realize North Carolina was going to get shot out of the gym But wait a wait Rough night. Would you rather have it be that Wisconsin blows him out or like North Carolina loses on like the last second shot?
1: Okay, here's what I will say. Anybody else in the country, I would have been fine with that game. But to do it against Wisconsin just hurt me to the core. It really <laughs> did. Like, if we were down by 20 at half against any other team outside of Duke and Wisconsin, I'd be like, you know what? That sucks, but it is what it is. We just have to try to improve next year. But to do it against Wisconsin just just killed me. Because mm-hmm. I they just continuously just kill everything that I care about, and it's just I don't know what I did to deserve it. I had a lot, I, I had a, a couple people reach out to me to make sure I was okay. One being Stephen G. Because I have you guys watched uh, 13 Reasons Why? Yeah, no, well, the 13th reason is why she kills herself, and I texted Stephen, I said, You're my 13th reason. Oh, so he, he he called me he's like hey bro i was just playing <laughs> i was like yeah you better have been i hope you feel guilty as shit And then I had <laughs> another kid that i haven't talked to since high school reach out to me in a drunken stupor and be like hey i'm sorry dude i'm glad we're, oh, wisconsin got the win but i feel bad shut up chris i, I was about to ask
0: I, I was about to ask um with about Stephen G and uh, his interaction with you after the game. Cause he seemed really, really confident before the game.
1: No kidding. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh, that meme was ridiculous.
0: No, he, he immediately sent the meme in the group chat, like for our March Madness pool. And then like maybe a minute after he texted me on the side, he's like, yo Liam, should I like actually be nervous for this game tonight? And I was like, yeah, like I'm actually preparing myself to lose this game. So like, you might want to calm it down on the memes there, Steven.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, like that's the thing. Like at the p- people who watch college basketball closely, like probably I thought North Carolina was going to win that game, but some of the Wisconsin fans that I know don't watch college basketball. So they are like, oh, we're going to kill North Carolina. Cause I don't know anything about them and I'm a Wisconsin fan. So it made them look like they were right, but they weren't like, On paper, obviously, North Carolina is a better team. I don't say obviously, but a lot of people would think that they are. Yeah, I also bet fifty dollars on this game, so that was a yikes. With who? Did who doesn't watch basketball? And of course, he called me after the game. He's like, "That's tough. That's tough." Shut up, kid. You don't know anything about anything. You're fucking in last place in the bracket because you picked Oklahoma State to win it, you loser. <laughs> all right, that's all I have to say about that. We can move on.
0: All right, well, right, we'll move on. Um, the Elite Eight started last night. Baylor and Houston have won. They're both in the final four now. Tonight, we have Gonzaga, USC, then Michigan, UCLA. Um, Right now, I'm not shocked. Baylor being in the final four. Houston, I'm a little bit shocked. They have not beaten a seed lower than a double digit seed. Yeah. In the tournament yet. So I don't know how good they actually are. But it's a nice games. Who you guys have?
1: I have Gonzaga, obviously, and then I have Michigan as well. I'm gonna I might go
2: UCLA. Why I not?
1: Hope, I hope UCLA wins. Um just because it's cool to have, it'd be cool to have an 11 seed in the Final Four, but
2: yeah,
0: i I would not be surprised if either USC or UCLA if they both won. That's see, I would not look.
1: be surprised if UCLA won. I'd be shocked if USC won.
0: Yeah, I mean
1: same. Gonzaga, Gonzaga and Baylor both. I mean, they just look unstoppable.
0: Yeah, don't get me wrong, Baylor, Baylor looks good, but Gonzaga they look like they really look like an NBA team out there. Frank, they dude. literally
1: averaged
2: 92 points this year in college basketball.
1: It's it's insane. I I want to see a Baylor Gonzaga championship so goddamn bad that I just have to root for Gonzaga to win this tonight.
0: I hope we get a Baylor Gonzaga game. The one that, that we would, never had it Baylor. would be
2: awesome. And it's yeah, and especially now that they're playing at the best basketball that they've played all year.
1: Isn't it crazy that Paige Beckers and Jalen Suggs were classmates? Yeah.
2: In Minnesota, too. Not that far.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine that talent in the fucking one class. I know. Like, Paige Beckers is going to be the greatest women basketball player of all time. Yep. And she might. Al- she's probably already better than most WNBA players. Like oh, she's fucking uh, absolutely. insane. Absolutely. Absolutely she, she is, is. She is so fucking good. It's all it is in it is unbelievable. Like she, she actually like I enjoy watching UConn play women's mm-hmm. basketball just because of her. She's incredibly fun to watch.
2: Yeah, yeah. she's she's really fucking good. They mm-hmm. played a great game yesterday.
1: I watched it. Yeah. I, I didn't see it, but I heard the, that it was like, a really good game. game. It was. It was a crazy game. uh hmm who they play? Was was or, Oregon. Yeah. I thought they played Oregon.
2: Oh my god. No, day. they played Baylor. Okay.
1: Baylor got hosed. There was a clear foul at the end that wasn't called, but Paige Beggars went on like a 13 0 run by herself in like the in the third quarter. Like she's just a she's a fucking monster. She is so damn yeah. good. She's literally playing against it. Looks like she's playing against a bunch of middle schoolers out <laughs> there. It's ridiculous. Yeah. She's also like six five. She's humongous. Yeah, exactly. And a point guard, which in women's basketball, a six-five point guard is unbelievably like just mm-hmm. like, hard to stop, I guess.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move on past March Madness. In other college basketball news, Shocker Smart is now the head coach of Marquette. And Ian, you're a fan of Marquette. I know that. Uh, so mm-hmm. that probably makes you really happy.
1: Well, this shocked me, first of all. No pun intended. It, it shocks me. Well. I get I get
0: it. It shocks me as well.
1: Yeah, I had just gotten to the airport leaving Mexico, and I got this on my phone. I was like, what the hell? I was like, why would – well, I didn't get really why he'd leave Texas after the year they had. Like, yeah, they got bounced first round to a shitty team, but I, they had a great year.
0: I believe that his job was on the hot seat, and I don't know if he would have made it another year after getting bounced in the first round.
1: Maybe, but, but I mean I, I love this hire. Like it's he's a great a,
0: hire from our cat. Great. People
1: hire. love to make fun of Shaka Smart because he can't win in the tournament except with VCU that one year. But I mean, really all of his losses have been like by less than three points. Like he's been very unlucky. And this is a huge upgrade from Wojo. Mm-hmm. And then Shaka Smart is also going to bring in recruits. I've heard i I've heard rumors that Rocket Watts from Michigan State. Uh, oh that would be
2: awesome dude i heard that too yeah
0: the, the backcourt of dj carton and rocket watch would be insane yeah that'd,
1: that'd be, be awesome
2: really... if rocket watts transfer. Like,
1: yeah shock is definitely going to bring <clears throat> recruits and transfers in because he's a big mm-hmm. name so this is really exciting for marquette yeah They might take back over as like the best college basketball team in the state
0: i think they will yeah. Uh, it hurts me to say that, but I think they will. Mm-hmm. Um Ian, you also have some information about UWM you want to drop here.
1: I have okay. So I have a theory, and this has picked up some heat literally in the last like hour. Like 30 minutes before we started recording, I saw a couple tweets about it. But I had come up with this theory last week and I told Nick about it before yeah. these tweets came out today. So if you go to twenty-four-seven Sports and you go to Pat Baldwin Jr. Pat Baldwin Sr., obviously, is the coach at Milwaukee. Every single prediction that's later than 2019 has him going to Milwaukee. So, And I actually just saw a tweet. Not a real source or anything, but, I mean, it's still fun just to speculate that it's 100%, just about 100%, that he's going to transfer to – or transfer, excuse me, commit to Milwaukee. And you know what? It makes sense because – When you're for sure going to be a one and done, why not play for your dad if you want to? Two, Pat Baldwin against Horizon League is going to look like a superstar. He's the fourth-ranked player in the nation. He will Milwaukee's going to win the Horizon League if he goes there next year, without a doubt, because he's going to be the best player to ever go through the Horizon League, probably ever. Yeah. So along with this, Pat Baldwin Jr. going there, obviously is going to make some noise for Milwaukee. There could be people who transfer. There already is a kid in the transfer portal right now, Mr. Jordan McCabe, who is from Wisconsin. Maybe he wants to make a trip home. And I did see a tweet also saying that it was a like very little, not, not a heavy rumor at all, but whispers of Jordan following Pat Baldwin to the Horizon League and he's coming from the Big 12. If him and Pat Baldwin Jr. came to Milwaukee, first of all, to say that I go to the same school as them would be
2: – That would be awesome. Sick.
1: <laughs> Two, they would win the Horizon League. It would not be close. They'd get a tournament bid, which would help Milwaukee in every way imaginable. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually go to watch their games. If Pat Baldwin and Jordan McCabe, like. they would be exciting to watch. They would be good. You know, not yeah. used to – Nine win teams that we're used to, and I I think now that these Pat Baldwin things are like really ramping up. Like it sounds like he's going to commit there, and I would not be shocked if Jordan McCabe followed. And I just think this is awesome. I just think this is so cool.
2: No, that is awesome, dude. If dude, if Milwaukee can be good, bro, oh my god, that is so awesome.
1: Yeah, and like Jordan McCabe had some good games for West Virginia in the Big Twelve, and if he can do stuff like that in the Big 12, the Horizon League should be easy for them. Because mm-hmm. the Horizon League, like, no disrespect, but it's kind of a joke compared to... Oh, it is. It's,
2: a, it's not disrespecting. They suck. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're terrible. But, like, that would just be fucking awesome.
0: Okay, it's so... It's kind of
1: sounding good.
0: This is the first time I'm hearing of your theory because you didn't tell me it. I, I wanted
1: to keep you on the, your, the hot seat.
0: But I do... <clears throat> I remember texting you last week when McCabe entered the transfer portal. And I'm pretty yeah. sure I said if Baldwin goes to Milwaukee, a backward
1: Baldwin and McCabe would be insane. I know. And that so, I would I had just, me and Joe, one of the kids I, I was in Cancun with, were talking about this like right before you texted us. Cause he was telling me that Pat Baldwin's gonna go to Milwaukee before Jordan even entered the transfer portal, like before he even tweeted.
0: That I would love to see that. I actually would.
1: And part of me thinks – you know, I have to imagine these kids in Wisconsin stay in touch. Like, I know Tyrese Halliburton is good friends with Jordan. I have to imagine Pat Baldwin and Jordan have some type of communication. So there's a chance that they're talking to each other being like, hey, dude, come to Milwaukee with me for a year and let's just have some fucking fun. Because Mm -hmm. Pat Baldwin's going to go to the NBA and Jordan probably just wants to play basketball for his senior year because he really hasn't gotten Mm -hmm. a huge chance. And I guess Jordan could have two years if he wanted to because this doesn't count. But no, yeah. I think there's a I think there's a good chance Pat Baldwin does and I think there's a chance Jordan follows which would just be incredible.
0: I also believe there's a chance that both of those things can happen.
1: Yeah, I I'm if it does, I think there's <laughs> we should be excited for UWM basketball. I think it'd be really fun.
2: That would just be so sick and then our soccer teams can be good as always, bro. It'll just be awesome.
1: I know. People might actually start caring about sports. Probably not, yeah. but at least we'll have teams to root like good teams yeah. to root for. Yeah.
0: All right. I think that wraps up our March Madness segment for right now. Next week, we'll I'll be covering the national championship game, I believe. Yeah. So, let's start on other sports. There was a fight. I don't know who's who fought or who won, but there was a fight. It there wasn't was not even a, a fight.
1: fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury are the two uh, heavyweight champions right now. And they signed a fight contract for a three fight series to combine the belts and have one heavyweight champion. And this there's a real chance. These, this is one of these are one of some of the greatest fights ever because these two guys are absolute monsters. And I'm so excited
2: for this, for these fights.
1: Yeah. Um, I will say I don't really get why it's a three fight thing, but because right now Tyson Fury holds the holds the upper hand in like however the belts work, so I feel like it should be like a two fight series. Like if Fury wins the first fight, it's over. If Joshua wins, then they go to a th- then they go to a second, which would like mm-hmm. be the final thing. But obviously, three fights means more money.
2: So. Well, yeah, and it's uh, they're expecting it to go. One's gonna win the first one, mm. and like it'll, they're both gonna win one,
1: right? So. But I don't think, I don't think it'll happen. I think Tyson Fury wins both pretty easily. Same personally. Not, I, not
2: pretty easily. I think it'll be well, really good fights. I would right. love for them to go. I would love for it to be an absolute battle and to go like twelve rounds. That'd be awesome.
1: I think it will because I think. Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder can be very like put to, uh like they're very even, ma- evenly matched, I'd say. And in the Fury Wilder rematch, Fury kicked his ass. He TKO'd him in six rounds. Like yeah. it was a murder out there. It was embarrassing. I also do not see a world where Tyson Fury in any circumstance would lose to Andy Ruiz, which Anthony Joshua did. Um See, so Andy I, Ruiz is thinner now, bro. Yeah, he is. Dude, he's, he's like getting jacked. I mean, clearly he was already jacked. He's just covered in fat. Well, yeah. But no, this is, <clears throat> for boxing fans, this is very exciting news. Um, I'm very much looking forward to these. this fight trilogy. I think this is going to be really cool.
2: Yeah, it'll be awesome. I'm excited.
0: I'm so excited for that. I just can't wait. <laughs>
1: I bet you are. <laughs> um,
0: okay. We mentioned NFL free agency started uh, before last time we talked. Uh, so let's start with the Patriots here. They get the top two tight ends in free agency, Hunter Henry and John Smith to New England. Ham is back for a year. New England Patriots absolutely spent a shit ton of money in free agency. They got Matthew Judon, among
2: others. It was like uh, in the first day they spent a shit ton of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All these all the like big name contracts with Patriots were signed within twenty four hours of free agency starting. So they might be uh, better next year. I don't
1: know, maybe because Belichick saw what Brady did this year. So he was like, All right, I can't let my legacy be tarnished, so I gotta make some moves.
0: Um, Nick, your Bears made really incredible moves. I mean, they got their (laughs) franchise quarterback. Okay, yep, they, they, they made some moves. Yep, yep they, they got Andy Dalton. AD the red 14. rifle.
2: <laughs> bro, and then the Bears posted a picture of him in a Bears uniform. He, oh. <laughs> he said, yeah, and I was like, dude, they're just trolling us now, bro. I'm not in the right headspace to receive information that could possibly hurt me. And that was it. Well, but, this uh, this
0: information won't hurt you.
2: You got playoff Damien. That'll be good. That that actually, I'm okay with a nice one-two in the backfield with Montgomery and him. That'll be nice.
1: I saw a lot of uh, Chicago fans waiting that like they gave up the Bears for Vucevic, basically. Yeah, I still I I already, Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I, I so I, I I texted you and uh, Nate this, Nick. I seriously think what the Bears are doing. I think they. I think they know that as long as Aaron Rodgers is the Green Bay Packer, they will never win the division. So I seriously think that they're just gonna ride out these next two or three years till he's gone, and then they'll start to try to put a team together because they just there's no point right now to go out Alfred. and get all these players because they know realistically they're not gonna get a Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson like.
4: Well, clearly not anymore.
1: (laughs) It's just crazy that like that was what the expectation was. And then you end up with Andy Dalton a, until an injury was a backup last year. I I think there's, I think there's an argument that Mitch is better than Andy Dalton.
2: Uh, I think he, I think Mitch is absolutely better than Andy Dalton. Absolutely. I do. I am also a big Mitch believer and everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I think that the I think right now the Bears are like they just gave up. I don't think it's because they know because Aaron Rodgers is in the division. I think it's literally because they're like eh, whatever. Let's just do this. Let's not spend too much money and let's because uh, Pace and Pace and Nagy are hundred percent going to be fired. Absolutely, are going to be fired after this year, or not fired, but not resigned anyway. They're not coming back. We're going to get an absolute whole new team, whole new front office, whole new coaches. It'll be totally different, uh, which I'm really okay with. But uh, I think, I literally think that by signing Andy Dalton, they're like, yeah, let's get a top four pick in the draft because that's what's going to happen. I legit think that the Bears will go two and 14. I'm not even kidding.
1: Last year was 13 and three until we lose four. Yep. This year is two and fourteen.
2: Two and until fourteen, win, absolutely. Three. Until they win three. Until they no, win un, three. No, <laughs> until they lose fifteen, actually. <laughs> well, That's no, just what it's actually, gonna be. There, there they're going losing games 15. now. Oh shit, we're gonna go two and fifteen. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: All right, two and fifteen until we lose sixteen.
4: <laughs>
2: we're gonna be the first team ever to lose sixteen games and have a win.
1: Oh, I mean, it, I I feel I don't feel bad for Bears fans, but at the same time, I do a little bit. Like if I was a fan of an organization like that, I just hate myself. Just like, Dude, it's, like, it's like it's like it's just like
2: why? Do, it's like they just make the dumbest decisions every single year, every yeah, it's like do year. It's like, it's on like on the purpose. same dumb. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. It's like hmm, what will piss off our like, fans this yeah, year?
1: You know? Yeah, I bet. Oh, I don't know if you guys heard Big Cat's rant about this. But he said something. that was like, you know, I wonder if after every day of that in the Bears organization, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy go and sit down next to each other, and they look at each other, and they think, "We are killing this. You know, like, <laughs> we are we are building a super team right now." There's no way they can think that anything they do is uh, is positive. Uh, like, and I know, think. You know, I
2: legit think that they are so delusional that they're like, oh yeah. Oh, we're so smart right now. We got Andy Dalton for nothing. He's such a great quarterback. Now this we're gonna get the much best the running Bears... back ever in <laughs> Damian Williams.
1: This is pretty much how the Bears offseason went. If we were talking about the NBA. A team that was looking to rebuild is has the chance of getting LeBron James and Kevin Durant. So the New York Knicks. And at the end of the offseason, they get Kelly Oubre. <laughs> and, and the organization thinks, I mean, Oubre a good player. <laughs> like, like Andy Dalton is going to get us 10 wins. And there's just no reality where that happens with the current roster.
2: No, I, I actually think I'm not even kidding. Like I actually think that the bears are going to win two games. That's it.
1: I'm sure Allen Robinson was thrilled when he got franchise tagged and then ended up getting Andy Dalton as his quarterback.
2: They should then now they should just trade him. Honestly, free up the space.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like I told you in Nate, like that's what, that's what I said. I that
2: Well, I also said that, okay, he signed it. So I'm assuming that they're just going to trade him now.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what I thought when I saw that he agreed to it. Mm -hmm. It's just, bro, it's going
2: to, it's going to be a tough year, man. But good thing, good thing, I got my boy Mitch on an absolute killer of a team. Yeah, Mitch is, let's, Mitch
1: is a Super Bowl contender now. Mm-hmm. How is Josh Allen going to compete
2: with the MVP, dude? There's <laughs> no shot that Josh Allen gets a starting job.
1: I will give you a hundred bucks if Mitch is the starter week one, dude, not because that would of be- an injury.
2: That would be like the craziest <laughs> thing ever, but obviously that won't happen. But I, I, I like that Mitch as a backup to Josh Allen. I do. Yeah. Good I think, for Mitch. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he's getting, he's, getting, I,
1: he's getting a decent amount of money to be a backup and he has a chance to win a ring.
2: Oh my God, dude. If Mitch wins a ring, bro, I will buy a Mitchell Trubisky bills. Jersey. Absolutely.
1: Mitch will win a ring in the NFL before the Chicago bears do.
2: I absolutely agree with you. I think Mitch is going to be a starting quarterback Uh, after uh, after his stint with the Bills. I think – this is what I think is going to happen. Josh Allen's going to get hurt for like four games. He's going to like roll an ankle because – or like uh, hurt his shoulder or something. Not his throwing shoulder, his other shoulder, because he loves to just absolute go after it on the <laughs> yeah, field, you know. So And I think Mitch is going to come in. I think he's going to have four really solid starts, and they're going to go, like, three and one. And then people are going to see that and be like, oh, if you got Mitch on a good team, maybe he can do some stuff. And then he's going to sign with, like, the Titans or some shit. You know who Mitch is going to be like?
1: Mitch is going to be like Ryan Fitzpatrick at the end of his career. Mitch is going to have played for... 12 teams had a little success with all of them. And then when he's getting towards the end of his career, he's just going to have a couple of seasons where he's just lights out. And then he's going to earn a starting (laughs) job when he's 35, like Ryan Fitzpatrick just did with the football team.
2: That would be awesome. That That would be so awesome right now. Do you know how happy that would make me, bro? (laughs) I mean,
1: there's a good chance it
2: happens. That, That would just be so sick.
0: Okay, we'll run through a couple of these signings here. Jaguars, get Marvin Jones. Love Big dub. Big dub for them.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love this. Okay.
0: AJ Green went to Arizona. Apparently, they think everybody's in their prime in Arizona. Don't really I know what to do. It.
1: After, the, after this happened, I texted Robbie. I was like, dang, dude. In 2015, the Cardinals would be used.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, in 2015. <laughs> yeah, literally. A.J. Green has not been good for three years.
0: No. Yeah. Um, Juju stays in Pittsburgh. He actually took less money to stay in Pittsburgh.
1: I love this as well. I'm a big Juju fan, and I love loyalty. So the fact that he took a massive pay cut to stay to the team that drafted him, I think is awesome. As much as I would have loved him see, to see him in Green Bay or Jacksonville, I love this move for Juju and Pittsburgh good for him. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Kevin King resigned with the Green Bay Packers. And honestly, I am not opposed to this move. I kind yeah, I kinda, I don't hate it. I kind of always had a thought in the back of my head that Kevin King would
1: resign with the Packers. Well, because here's the thing, we're going to draft a cornerback or sign or sign one yet. Um it's only a one-year deal, so it's pretty much like a last prove it chance and there's a good chance if we draft somebody or get somebody else he's going to be the backup anyways it, so it is it's
0: exactly a prove it type of deal yeah I mean the numbers on it come out to like one year 4.2 million dollars but only like 1 million of that's guaranteed the rest of yeah, it's all incentives. There's,
1: there's virtually no guaranteed money
0: so I'm actually kind of happy I mean they didn't really have any cornerback depth behind Alexander to begin with so just getting something that's doesn't wrap up the guaranteed money i like yeah um, as
1: long as he's not the starter i'm happy with this
0: yeah i i don't know i yeah i think he might be the starter i just
1: i mean that's fine we'll see how it works I, out I, but i
0: hope he's not i really hope he's not but i don't know he might have to end up being the starter
1: i mean he's um, literally the only bad spot in that secondary other than that, our secondary is pretty stacked
0: i would agree all right let's move on here deshaun watson we have to talk about him. Um, there's been a lot of accounts against him. of, um, I believe it is like
2: rape, sexual harassment, and sexual like harassment. sexual assault, basically. Yeah. This
1: so- is bananas to me. This whole thing is crazy. Like, I, I don't even know what to think of this because either Deshaun Watson is a absolute monster, monster, or a little is, piece
2: of shit yeah
1: yeah or this is like the biggest hoax in the history of the universe to there's get there's no way
2: that it can be in hoax though if over 10 people have come out there's just no way and there's no way that all these people would just have a vendetta against him it's there well is no 10, way it's
1: 24 it's, it's over exa- 20. yeah. oh, okay boom exactly there's just no way that's what i'm saying but it's just crazy that like in the midst of this, this whole Deshaun Watson saga with teams and stuff, all this starts to come out. Like, so when, so I'll be honest, when the first like two or three came out, I honest to God thought that this was a trick by Deshaun Watson to get the Texans to drop him. I do not oh, think oh that anymore. Oh my god.
2: Oh <laughs> my god. Could you oh, imagine Could you... Yeah. now
1: now it's gotten to the point where 24 is so many people that it's gotten to the point where it's like, is he just gonna keep adding more and more and more until the Texans drop him? And then all the charges will be dropped and he's gonna go play somewhere for free. Yeah. I don't think that's the case. No, yeah. But this is just like obviously I hope it's not true because I would hate to think that somebody who's that prominent in the and the celebrity world is that much of a fucking monster. But it does not look good for him at all.
2: No. I I think right now he should be suspended.
1: Um, Well, that's me. The it, NFL has not blinked an eye. No, well, they, haven't, they haven't said a word. Have they? Has,
2: has,
0: has the, the NFL ever done anything against, like, domestic abuse or, like, sexual abuse? You're violence? right.
2: You're right. It's no, only they, for drugs only is the weed. only thing. Yeah, so but domestic yeah domestic uh violence and uh sexual harassment and sexual assault is solely fine according to the nfl yeah
1: yeah Um, this this whole thing is just wild i hope i hope it's not true because deshaun watson has seemed like a good guy up to this point in his career seemed like he's had a pretty clean record but like i said obviously it just does not this does not favor him whatsoever no
0: Mm -hmm. yeah um hopefully hopefully it's not true but it looks like we'll see a fucking asshole so
2: Mm. uh let's move on here we have a game great segue now we're playing a fun game (laughs) (laughs)
1: i'll put in a jingle to make it (laughs) (laughs) we are doing a march madness quiz correct
2: Yes, we are doing a, because, you know, obviously, it's March Madness is going on. I was like, you know, what's a good quiz for Ian and Liam that they'll know stuff about?
1: Nick will be the host today.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, there's 25 questions. It's multiple choice. Uh, do you want to just go back and forth, or?
1: Yeah, let's go back and forth. And okay. Then, okay. okay and if like it, you can steal it up at 24 we'll go to the 25th question for the okay. win because that'll work out or, perfectly
2: yeah or we can do yeah that's fine do we okay. want to okay. do steals i'm right. down with that i'm down with it but if you guys don't want you, to it's well, fine
1: nick has to keep score so it's up to you
2: oh I, shit, you're right
0: i say let's not do steals and just go
1: yeah yeah because
2: it's 25 good. yeah because if it's 25 okay. then we can just True. okay
1: how do we want to handle multiple choice? Well, I'm going to, so I, I'm going to read them all off then. I'm just saying like, should it be like two points? If you don't use the choices, one point, if you do.
2: No, I was going to say just one point. I was just going to read them all off to you. Cause you're going to need to okay. know, you're going to like need to see the like list of the options.
1: Okay. All right. That's fine.
2: Okay. All right. So question number one,
1: who's going first? Well,
2: yeah. You, r- rock. You, rock the, okay. You can have it, Ian. Me? Okay. Okay. All right. Question number one. What popular move was banned from college basketball in 1967 to be reinstated in 1976? Can I answer the without, base? I think yeah. you
1: might know. Is it dunking?
2: Yes. Correct. <laughs> it's yeah. dunking. Yeah. Okay. Because Because
1: Llewell right. Cinder was too good, so they banned it.
2: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. This is for Liam. Who is the all-time leading NCAA Division I scorer? Wilt Chamberlain, Jerry Lucas, Pete Maravich, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar?
4: Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, all four of those guys, really good
0: players. Um, <laughs> uh You know what? Give me Wilt Chamberlain.
2: That is incorrect. It is Pete Maravich. Fuck! That was my second choice.
4: <laughs> uh,
2: all right. So it is. The score is one nothing to Ian Michael Tuck. All right, Ian. Here is your second question. Where was the first NCAA men's basketball championship tournament held? At Madison Square Garden, min- Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City, Freedom Hall, or Patton Gymnasium?
1: Let's go Patton gymna- Gymnasium. That is correct. Do you want know where it was?
2: Evanston, <laughs> Illinois. Really? Where Northwest- right. Yeah, that's where Northwestern played, actually, in the early 1900s. Jesus. Yeah.
1: yeah, that was a shot in the dark.
2: Yep. All right. Ian, two for two. Come on, Lee. You need this point right here. You you should get this one. What school did NBA great Larry Bird play for in the NCAA? Indiana Uh, State, Michigan State, Kansas, or Duke? I really want to say Duke, but I'm going to go Indiana State. It is Indiana State. You are correct. All right. Two to one now. Here we go, Ian. What was the first team in NCAA men's basketball history to start five African-American players? Oklahoma A&M, Texas Western, Texas Christian, or Kentucky?
1: No way it was a Texas school. <laughs> um, I don't think it was Kentucky. What was the first choice?
2: Oklahoma A&M.
1: Such a random ass school. I feel like it might be that, but I don't think so. What was the second one? Texas Western.
2: Texas Western and then Texas Christian, which is TCU. Yeah.
1: Let's go Texas Western. That is correct. It,
2: there's a movie made off
1: of this. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I I'm two for two on guesses. Didn't they the
2: win? They, didn't they win uh two national titles or something like that? Or am I just absolute blowing shit out of my ass right now?
1: (laughs) I think they might have won one.
2: I think they, uh, I think they won one at least.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I can speak freely here, if they were an all-black school playing against a bunch of white kids, there's a good shot they did win an championship. (laughs) 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 All
2: right. So Ian is three for three. All right. Here is Liam's third question. Which school's father-son duo drew up a great last-second play to beat Ole Miss in the opening round of the tournament in 1998? Pepperdine, Richmond, Valparaiso, or DePaul? I, I took this quiz, I think, and I guessed this one correctly, but I don't remember which one it was.
0: Um, I'm Nick. What question am I guessing? Which answer am I guessing?
2: Okay. So we got Pepperdine, yeah. Richmond, Valparaiso, and DePaul.
0: Uh, you mean me Valparaiso. That is correct.
1: <laughs> you, know, if you want to do something crazy? I don't know why, and I swear on my life. What well, I was thinking, what would Nick choose? And I was thinking Valparaiso. It sounds That's kind good. of Italian.
0: <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Valparaiso is a Horizon League team.
4: Yeah. Oh, they are.
0: They? Yeah.
2: <laughs> in that is the Paul Nick would choose so yeah that, that's absolutely the two that I would have chosen <laughs> All right here we go Ian for your fourth question which 15th seeded underdogs upset number two seed Arizona in 1993 Santa Clara Gonzaga UCLA or Murray State
1: So I don't think it's one of the big teams so I'll go Murray State.
2: That is incorrect. It is Santa Clara.
1: Yeah, well, what it is. All right.
2: Two. So Liam can tie it up right here. What name did Arkansas give to its pressure defense style during the 90s? The denial trial, the pressure cooker, 40 minutes of hell, the torture chamber.
4: Hmm. Mm. Um,
0: give me the
2: pressure cooker. I like the sound of that. That is incorrect. 40 minutes of hell was the nickname that Arkansas gave to their pressure style defense. All right. So Liam I is in the nineties.
4: <laughs>
2: so Liam is still down one point. All right. Which team won 10 out of 12 titles? From 1964 to 1975, Kentucky, UCLA, Oklahoma, A&M, or Connecticut? UCLA. That is correct. Yeah. That's a pretty easy one.
1: Yeah, I knew that one.
2: Yeah. All right, Liam. What team won two consecutive Final Four titles in 1991 and 1992, the first to do so since 1973? Check it out and give them the choices. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Indiana, UNLV, Arkansas, or Duke.
0: For some weird reason, I really
2: want to go UNLV. Is UNLV your final answer? Yeah. Is that a, is that a, Are you asking me or telling me? I'm telling you. That is incorrect. It was Duke.
1: I would have picked UNLV too. I don't know why, but that's who I wasn't
2: was that about. when wasn't didn't, didn't Christian Leitner play in ninety-one and ninety-two?
1: Oh, oh, I think so.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: I just don't like Duke, so I'm never gonna pick him for anything. <laughs>
2: yeah. we All need right, that mentality. So Liam is down two points now. All right. What year? Saw seven players from the Final Four get drafted into the NBA. 1999,
1: 1996, 1992, or 2003? Ooh. 2003 was Carmelo Anthony, wasn't it, and Dwayne Wade?
2: hmm I'm going to go three. That is incorrect. Damn. 1996. Marcus Canby, Tony Delk, Antoine Walker uh dante jones eric dampier and john wallace bro i know, I know like, one of those players I like, can be.
1: yeah was <laughs> gonna say gonna all right everybody else
2: liam you can pull back to within one which 1980 team was known as the doctors of dunk kentucky iowa louisville or cincinnati
1: no way Iowa was known for dunking.
2: Yeah, I there's no way.
0: <laughs> Could you repeat the choices again?
2: Yes. Kentucky, Iowa, Louisville, or Cincinnati.
0: The doctors of dunk. Oh. Cincinnati?
2: Incorrect. It was Louisville. Well, at least it's not Iowa. Yeah, yeah, there was no way it was going to be Iowa. All right, so Liam is still down two points. Ian, what team shares second place with Duke for most consecutive Final Four appearances after UCLA? USC, Kentucky, Kansas, or Cincinnati?
1: For most Final Four appearances?
2: Yep, shares second place with Duke for most most consecutive Final Four appearances.
1: consecutive?
2: After UCLA. So the choices are USC, Kentucky, Kansas, and Cincinnati. I'll
1: go Kansas.
2: Incorrect. It's actually Cincinnati.
1: Really? Okay. Really?
2: Yes. All right. Ian, you can – not Ian. Liam, you can still pull within one. You got this, all right? No, I don't, but
0: give me the question.
2: <laughs> What non-sports related event led to the elimination of a third-place game in final in the final four? The Reagan assassination attempt, September 11th bombing, the Iran hostage crisis, or the Challenger explosion?
4: I
1: mean, what? you can rule one of those out.
2: Yeah, one of them you can definitely rule out. Yeah,
0: I, think I know which one to rule out. Hmm.
2: L- Liam, come on. You want me to read the choices again? Yeah. The Reagan assassination attempt, the September 11th bombing, the Iran hostage crisis, or the Challenger explosion. Which can you rule out for the elimination of a third place game in the final four? We well, guess the Challenger exploding. That's the one that you're going to rule out, or that's your. No, that's uh, what I'm
4: ruling out. I'm
0: ruling out that one, any Iran thing.
4: What you're giving me a look, what that I
1: shouldn't? Okay, look. okay. We just have to. No, Liam, we, we have to tell them. Oh yeah, we have yeah. We. I don't think the final four took place anywhere around September 11th.
0: Oh, well, no. See what what I was thinking. What I was thinking with that one is that like it would just be more of like a security issue. I mean, if you want six to pick that six months, answer, months after, you go, six what? or
2: seven months after, though.
0: I mean, I still have to go through TSA now. Like, it makes sense in my eyes. Like, yeah, but that's, but that's but
2: but but that's at an airport. We're talking about a college basketball game.
0: So I'm gonna go Reagan assassination on this one.
2: That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he is now within one. It is, I believe, uh. What is it? Is it four to six four to, four to three? No, it's not. Four it's to five, five to four. It's five to four. Okay. It's five to four. It's five to four.
1: What question are we on?
2: We are on. This is going to be your eighth okay. question. Who was the only coach to win both an NCAA and an NBA title? Larry Brown, Phil Jackson, Mike Krzyzewski, right? That's how you pronounce Coach K's last name? Okay, and Pat Riley.
1: I know it's not Coach K. I don't think Phil Jackson ever coached in college.
2: Which is the only coach to win both an NCAA and an NBA title. That could also – I'm trying to think. I don't know if that is just coaching. I don't know if that's just coaching or that could also be playing.
1: I don't even know if Pat Riley coached in college, so I'm going to go Larry Brown. I think
2: that's the right one. It is the right one. You are correct. Yeah. All right. So Ian is six for eight. Here we go for Liam. What do the 1985 Villanova team, the 1988 Kansas team and the 1983 NC state team have in common? They are the only teams that won more that... Wait, holy shit. Uh, This is going to be a mouthful for me because I can barely (laughs) read. Here we go. They are the only teams that won more that lost the championship to a lower-seeded team. They're the only teams whose coach won the NCAA title during their first year with the team. They're the only teams that averaged over 80 points a game in the Final Four. They're the only... Team seated worse than fifth that won the NCAA title.
4: Mm.
0: Ooh, give, uh, give me the second one.
2: They are the only teams whose coach won the NCAA title during their first year with the team. Yeah, that is incorrect. It is. Th- They are the only team seated worse than fifth that won the NCAA title. All right. I did not know that at all.
0: That was going to be my second.
1: one. I would love to get some questions that are a little later than the 80s. (laughs) Oh,
2: I know. (laughs) All right. So it is six to four. All right. Here we go, Ian. What is the only team to have scored over 100 points in a final? Bradley, UNLV, UCLA, or Duke?
1: I'm between two. Um, look, UCLA won like 12 championships, so one of those maybe they got over 100. I'm going to go UCLA.
2: Incorrect. is UNLV.
1: That was the other one I was in between. Fuck hmm
2: yeah yeah i did not know that to be honest with you i was bradley ever good
1: i didn't even consider them or duke for an answer
2: yep all right
4: all right liam
2: you can right. pull back to within one what player scored the most points in a Final Four game? JJ Reddick, Bill Walton, Carmelo Anthony, or Jim Harrick or Herrick?
1: Wow, that's tough.
4: Yeah.
2: Um I think I know
4: the answer. I think I do. I want to go.
2: Carmelo Anthony. Is that your finals? Final yeah. answer. Yeah. It is incorrect. It is, is actually it Ian. It's Ian's favorite sports oh, yeah, commentator, yeah, Bill no. Walton. Oh, Bill, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. So Liam is still down two. There is only a few questions left for Liam to get back. So he's got to hope he can get some wrong and he's got to get some right. All right, come on. All right. What team was number one seed three years in a row in the 1980s without winning a single game? What? What team was number one seed three years in a row in the 1980s without winning a single game? University of Miami, St. John's, DePaul, or Niagara?
1: I would love some backstory on this. Yeah. What the fuck does that even mean?
2: Hold up, dude. I might look this up real quick.
1: Yeah. After I give us the after you tell us the answer, let's do some research. I'm gonna guess fucking Niagara because I've never fucking heard of them.
2: I think they're like a D two school now. Maybe not. Well, you're picking Niagara. Sure. It is DePaul. Okay. DePaul was ranked first in the entire nation in 1980, 81, and 82 when teams got a buy into the second round, but lost to UCLA, St. Joe's, and Boston College, respectively. Wait, what?
4: That doesn't make sense. I'm very confused. Why?
2: So they got a bus. What is it? That's a uh, I don't know if I like that question.
1: Do either of you guys happen to have the Gonzaga USC game on right now?
2: No. What's one the score? Of, uh,
1: only 11 to 4, Gonzaga's up, but one of the officials literally just went stiff and collapsed on the floor.
2: Oh, no, yeah. that's not good.
1: And they just went to commercial and brought out the stretcher like immediately.
2: Oh, that's really not good. That's like some brain shit then.
1: Yeah. Holy fuck. I... I'll i turn closed captions on. To... Okay. See if I can oh, I, I
2: think I also, I think I understand the question now, by the way. So they were ranked number one three years in a row, but they did not win uh, either of the three games in their tournament because I got a first round bye. That's what that question means. So they were st- they were ranked number one uh in like in the bracket. I mean But they never won a game. It's still a weird it's still a weird question.
1: But they didn't lose to a sixteen seed because Virginia was the first team to ever do that.
2: Yeah, but they but they never won out of those three after being ranked number one. Like okay. they've the, yeah, uh, they've never <laughs> won a tournament game. Being Yeah, that's a weird question. Whatever. Liam, okay. you can come back to it in one point right here. This is big. What early NCAA championship team was nicknamed the Tall Furs? Oh, Indiana, Kansas,
4: Kentucky, or Oregon?
2: The Tall Furs? The Tall Furs. And Furs is spelled F-I-R-S. Oregon?
1: That's what I was going to say. That is correct. Yep, because
2: obviously like a fur is a type of tree, you know? Yeah. Liam is back to within one point. This is a big, big, big question for Ian right here. He's got to get this one right if he wants to win.
1: Give me a North Carolina question.
2: Who was chosen NCAA Player of the Year in 1985, despite averaging only 14.6 points per game? Patrick Ewing, Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, or Charles Barkley?
1: I mean, it could literally be any of those four. Uh,
2: uh, Yes, it definitely. Let's go
1: with. Um, so who is a player? So it can't be a score. So I'm going to rule out Jordan. As you just got an amazing defender and a bunch of rebounds. I'm. It's between Patrick Ewing or Charles Barkley. I'm going to go with Chuck.
2: That is incorrect. It was Ewing, actually. It was Patrick Ewing. Oh, no. Liam, Liam, Liam. This is big. Right here, you can tie it. Which player earned Final Four MVP honors in 1983 despite playing for a losing team? Elvin Hayes, Chris Webber, Patrick Ewing, or Hakeem Olajuwon? Hmm. You said 1983? 1983.
0: I want to say Hakeem Olajuwon.
2: That is correct. Liam David Aller has tied the game with Michael. With with Ian.
1: Michael Ian.
4: All
2: right. Ian. What was the first conference to have three teams in the final four? Big 10, ACC, SEC, or Big East?
1: Doesn't give you a year, does it? Does not. You know what? I got to go ACC just cuz I'm an ACC guy. That is incorrect. It was the Big
2: East 1985 final 4. Villanova, Georgetown and St. John's.
1: All right, uh update, the ref is on the stretcher but he's sitting upright and he's like he looks completely fine. He's like talking to the guys, smiling. It looks completely fine. Okay, good. He's just sitting there with his arms crossed, but he's talking to the whole staff that's around him and everything. All right, Seemed good. Completely conscious.
2: Okay, perfect. Because that's scary.
1: Yeah, it was It was scary. He literally just collapsed and was stiff. That was wild. Yeah,
2: that is nuts.
1: I'm reading the um, – I'll keep it on the closed captions to see okay. if they have anything.
2: Liam can win the game with this question right here
1: oh my god
2: yeah liam is this is this is uh question number 12 so if, if uh
1: i've never won uh, one. yeah if he gets it
2: wrong then it's a sudden death all right liam what was the first ncaa men's basketball championship team to finish the season undefeated
4: no he gave the a softball to win it
2: San Francisco, Oregon, UCLA, or Santa Clara? Oh, never mind. I Never mind. You, you, what, do you think it was Gonzaga?
1: No, I thought it was going to be Indiana. That's the only team I've ever known of that went undefeated and won the national championship.
2: San Francisco, Oregon, UCLA, or Santa Clara?
0: Interesting that they're all West Coast teams.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um is gonna go undefeated. Um give me
2: why not, UCLA? That is incorrect. It was San Francisco.
1: That's who I was thinking I was looking at San Francisco. That's it.
2: yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Also, All right. Gonzaga
1: is up 17 to four, five minutes in.
2: Yeah, GG. <laughs> All right, this is sudden death. You guys both get to answer.
1: What if we both get it right? Do we fucking tie?
2: Then I'm going to have to find another quiz real yeah, quick. I was say, we're
1: not ending on a tie. You can make no, we're fun.
2: not. All right. Whose famous NBA rivalry with Larry Bird began in the 1979 NCAA Final Four? This is the easiest fucking question ever. Are you fucking kidding? Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Moses Malone, or Wilt Chamberlain? It's
1: Magic Johnson.
2: Yeah. dude, like, why they give me a a super easy one at the end? Hold up, let me let me try to let me try to find a sports quiz real quick.
4: Hold up.
1: To pass the time, I will live commentate the Gonzaga game. Okay. I'm just kidding. But Gonzaga is just the USC has about five turnovers already. I mean, their defense is just fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they're just scoring at will off these turnovers.
2: Oh, I'm trying to find here. I've got some questions here. I'm just trying to find a good one.
1: Oh, it actually was their fifth turnover. I, I was just guessing. Mark View is hyped on the bench.
2: Okay, here. I'm going to... Here, I got one. I got one. You boys ready?
1: Are we both answering? Um...
2: No. No, no, no. No? Yes? It's sudden death. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But, like, if... Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Let's just not... All right. Here we go. Which team is the most recent team to repeat as national championships? Duke... Kansas, North Carolina, or
1: Florida? It should be North Carolina, but it's not. (laughs) I'm going to go
4: Florida.
0: I was going to go Florida as well.
4: Florida
2: is correct. (laughs) All right. uh, Here, let me find out. Try to
1: find like a numbers question where it's like the closest number wins. That way there will be a – Fuck. Oh,
2: perfect. Way. Right here. Okay. What is the lowest seed to, re- to reach the national championship game?
1: I will lock in my answer at 8.
0: I will lock in my answer at 11.
2: On which question is 19. Boys, we have a winner. And the winner
1: Yukon at eight.
2: And the winner of the March Madness trivia game quiz thing.
1: This defense is killing me.
2: Is Ian Michael Tuck. Yes. <laughs> Number yep. Eight. Number eight was the lowest seed to reach the national championship game.
1: And we had like back to back years too with like Butler against Duke and then mm-hmm. UConn against somebody. Yep.
2: Oh yeah. I think 11 is the lowest seed to reach the final four. Yeah.
1: Syracuse made the final four in 11 like 3 years ago. Mhm. They played Carolina.
2: Well Loyola also made it at number 11 in 2018. Oh true. yeah. Yeah. All right. That was a, Good that was game. A yeah. That was a tough. That was a tough one. <laughs>
1: we got a win feels good all right let's head into our top five um in honor of nick and i going golfing today we are doing our top five favorite sports to play Mm -hmm. very different from my top five list of sports to watch
2: (laughs) yes completely different list
1: all right, who wants to start? I started the game, so I'll take a I'll, back seat I'll, on this one. I'll
2: start off. I'll start off. Okay. And number five, I have soccer. Okay. Soccer is just really fun to play. I don't know why it really is. And I've only played, like, two, in two soccer games my entire life. But it's they're really fun. So.
0: It yep. My, my number five is football. Okay. I have kind so of like the same mine. thing and touch backyard football, uh flag football. Love playing that. The team sport.
1: I also just love just like throwing the football around, just like mm-hmm. just like me and my roommate go to the park every once in a while and just throw the football around. So yeah, I don't play it much. Like team wise, just throwing the you know throwing the old pigskin. Yep. You know. Yeah. All right, Nick. We'll go back to you then.
2: Okay. Uh number four, I have baseball. I'm I love playing it's baseball. Not a little higher. Yeah, but I the other three that I have is like stuff that I've played more recently and more often, you know. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I just love playing baseball so much. I love taking outfield. Taking outfield is so fun to me. Catching fly balls. Don't know why. I just love it.
1: Dude, I feel that whenever we go uh hit dingers, mm-hmm. I would be perfectly fine never stepping up to the plate. Just the same. Honestly,
2: yeah. Honestly, <laughs> running to catch fly balls is so fun. I don't know yeah, why.
1: Because the ones that you get to that are kind of far away, it's just an electric feeling.
2: Yeah, amazing. it is.
0: <laughs> um I my number four, Ian, you're gonna like this one. I have tennis.
1: Ooh, I do like it.
0: I love to actually play tennis and I like to play like, like racquetball, which is like a form of tennis where you just hit the ball up against the garage. But if I played against a real person. I actually like to do that. I don't know. Just a nice like summer day, nice spring day, beautiful, sunny, like 60 degrees out. Go get a nice tennis game. In.
1: We went to play a few times last year.
0: Yeah. yeah. You kicked my ass, but.
1: Well, I'm, I've been playing for a long time.
0: I've been playing for like a year.
1: Yeah. Um, my number four is soccer. Um mm-hmm. this one would be higher for me, but my feet are so messed up, I'm kinda stuck just playing keeper and keeper only, which is <laughs> fine because I really enjoy it. Um, but I'm very limited in what I can do <laughs> because I have problems <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you got fucked up toes
1: i do i do it was nice to be in the chlorine in mexico for a week it really helped me clean my foot out like no joke
2: yeah is your is that other toe your your new toe your new bad toe is that <laughs> I knew getting any
1: probably. better um a little uh, it's hard to tell. It hasn't gotten worse. That's what I'll say. Okay,
2: okay, well, that's good. At least it hasn't gotten worse. So it is stable. Mm-hmm. But I'll take yeah, that's it. Good. Yeah. Uh, for my number three, I have tennis. Love playing tennis. It's just so fun. Playing out in the summer, being out in the sun, playing tennis. I absolutely love it.
1: It It is the best, dude.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My number three, I have basketball.
1: Okay, so, uh, I. so I'll go with you on that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, just going out, shooting some hoops. Like, mm-hmm. but you could do it by yourself or, like, friends or, like, what we do in the MHL. Just ultimately a good time.
1: Yeah, basketball basketball's super fun. I feel like this one's higher for me, too, just because of the MHL. Like, obviously, everything's more fun when it's competitive. So the fact that we still have, like, a competitive league that we get to play in every summer makes it so much fun.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, for my number two, I have golf. Golf at number two because
4: that's my number uh, two. So,
2: yep, yeah. it just playing. I don't know, dudes. Just golf is just so goddamn fun. It is. It just these this past year that we started to really get into it. Like last year was really like the first year that I actually golfed. Like I really went.
1: Last year was my um, first it, time golfing ever. Like I, didn't, yeah. I, I never swung a club in my life till last
2: mm-hmm. year. It's just, it's just so fun, dude. Just like, hanging out with your boys for four hours.
1: And there's also very few things that are more satisfying than hitting a good shot.
2: That is true.
1: You should have seen my, some of my drives today, Liam. Yeah,
2: yeah. they were nice as fuck. Actually,
1: <laughs> Steven would have been drooling over those. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. My number two, I have soccer. All right. You guys forget that I played soccer.
4: No, I remember. Childhood.
0: Childhood. I love playing soccer. Mainly I like hitting people, which is the fun (laughs) part in soccer for me. Um, But no, I like playing soccer. It kept me in shape. That's for sure. Mm -hmm.
4: Uh,
2: I mean, if I could go back, I'd definitely play soccer again. I think it's really fun. Do you have intramural sports there? uh not during covid no well i know but did you ever like play intramural soccer no you had to pay
0: for that i wasn't gonna pay for that
1: you have to we have to pay we we don't have to
2: pay right ian no no okay we have to pay for
0: intramurals
1: oh that's That's stupid stupid. yeah we do not and we play intramural soccer and it's Mm -hmm. it's awesome
2: um all right for my number one i have basketball is number one actually
1: I'm not surprised me have it over golf.
2: I just love playing basketball, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just absolutely love it. Like, playing at the gym at school is so goddamn fun. It is. Especially, especially when you play, like, fives against people. I, it's just so fun. I don't know why. I just love it so much.
1: Yeah.
0: My number one is golf. I think that's yeah. fairly obvious. Yeah. I um, spent my whole childhood playing golf. I really just like playing golf, mainly because I'm good at it, um, but also because like you get to go out, and hang out with friends for what like five, six hours. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that we're legal age, drink. Well, you guys are legal age, but.
4: <laughs>
0: yep.
1: Yeah, that that's true. Um, my number one is tennis. Also, yeah. probably fairly obvious. Um, like Liam said, it's because I'm, I like to think that I'm pretty good at it, so. Um, it's super fun. Also, tennis—if you get in a like, good match, like against somebody competitive—it is one hell of a workout. Yeah, like, people don't think tennis is hard until. That's also what I love is that everybody thinks tennis is so easy, and then when they play it, everybody sucked their first few times because it's hard. Like mm-hmm. you don't just go up and hit the ball; it's not like that at all. So when you're like me and like have been playing it for a long time. And then you play against people who have it. They're like, oh my God, you're so good. It's like, I'm not, but it's just hard to learn. So it looks like I'm a lot better than I am.
2: Yeah. It is a hard sport to learn, honestly.
1: It is. Like, I guarantee if you asked like 90% of people how to hit a tennis ball, they would not know how to do it. It's not as easy as just hitting with your racket. Like there's so much more that goes into it. It's No, like you have to be.
2: you have to hit it a right way. Otherwise, the ball is going to go straight up in the air and super far.
1: <laughs> or like serving. Like nobody even knows how to hold their racket the right way. I come across that a lot with kids mm-hmm. that on the team that I coach. Like when they first start. How bowling. do they hold it? Do
2: they all hold it like this?
1: Yeah. Like, you know, you're supposed to hold it like. Yeah. With the face sideways. Yeah. Yeah. They hold it with like the face up and they serve it just like bop it over with like no spin or anything. So I mean so did I when I first started playing because I didn't know any different. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just it's I just love it because I'm good at it and it's also just so much fun for me. Yeah. A lot of good memories in my life are from ten my tennis season in high schools, high school too. Yeah. And I think it's a big part of it. Yeah. I love all sports. Playing all sports, so, really honestly. Like, <laughs> all of these. I could do on any given day and have a blast.
2: yeah same mm-hmm.
1: we love sports yeah and if you do should make a we should make, a, we should
2: make a podcast we should make a <laughs> yeah, podcast we should, guys.
1: We should. Great. <laughs> oh speaking of I forgot to record I'm just kidding oh my god that would have been so funny <laughs> no I'm not I don't want to go through that heart attack again when it doesn't save. <laughs> What a horrible feeling that is. Okay. Off topic. Um, does anybody have anything to say before I talk a little bit? No. Go no. ahead. No? no. All right. So this last week I was in Mexico. I went on a vacation to Cancun for spring break. And it was one of the best weeks of my life. It was amazing. Um, I got to swim with manatees. That was probably my favorite part. Um that they is awesome. the friendliest, cutest fucking animals in the world. And it, they are just, I felt at home being in that game. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Um, I went with some of my best friends, which obviously makes it a lot more fun. We were busy as hell every day, just doing crazy stuff. We went cave exploring, zip lining. We went on like river walks um mm-hmm. we went on like utv rides we went to a city with where you like drive around with golf carts and go shopping and we drank a little bit we went to a bunch of shows that they had at the hotel every night it was it was a blast it was a once in a lifetime experience um that being said i hope to go back next year for a twice in a lifetime maybe twice in a lifetime and like Obviously, vacations are so much fun when you're there, but it's the memories that are, like, that much better. Like, now yeah. that I'm back. Like, uh, yes, I-, I drove back to school to just grab some stuff because I'm staying at home. And when I was driving past Bradford Beach, I was like, oh, I was literally on an ocean two days ago. This <laughs> <laughs> Look at also, this poopy brown water. Yeah, literally, the water is so clear in Cancun. We got to play in the waves and stuff. Mm-hmm. A bunch of day, like every day, just lay on the beach. I got fucking toasted by the sun. My entire chest and back are peeling as we speak. But you know what? It was worth it. Except yeah. <laughs> the day I could, except the day that I couldn't sleep because also, you were burned. Yeah, yeah, literally, I was in so much pain. Also, um, the COVID test that gets shoved to your brain is no joke. That thing was wild. Have you not had that one
2: yet? Have you not had to take a test that, like, you, they shove way up there?
1: That was the first COVID test I've ever taken.
2: Are you serious?
1: Yeah, I'd had no reason to take any other one. I don't oh leave my, my house. God, anyways. Bro. COVID has virtually not affected my life whatsoever.
4: <laughs> my <God.
1: laughs> I don't leave my house. Yeah, it was, we had to get tested to get back into the US, and dude, that thing was wild.
2: So that was a rapid test, I'm assuming.
1: It was the antigen test, yeah. So you okay. got your results in like 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah, dude, that thing is eyes watering, fucking cough steady.
2: Bro, when I went when I went to the doctor, like when I had COVID and I got tested, bro, oh, yeah. holy shit! Like I literally felt it tickle my eyeball, bro. And that yeah, thing was shoved was- way up there.
1: I was the last one to go in our group. Um, so, like everybody would go in there and come out and be like, "Oh, dude, that was bad," and I'm just have to sit there and just wait till it was my turn. <laughs> and like, it's it's not horrible because it lasts just as long as it's up your nose. But well, just yeah, three seconds when it's literally touching your brain it's just like Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. this could be over. This could be over now. I'm ready. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: but, yeah. Obviously, we all tested negative because we all got back. So. Well,
2: yeah. Otherwise, you'd have to quarantine for fourteen days. <laughs>
1: they may, they would make you quarantine until you test negative. Mm. So they would test you every day until you test negative, and okay. they pay. They would they the hotel they make like thirty five dollars a night for whatever room they shove you in. Okay. Yeah. So luckily, none of us. That would have kind of sucked. Yeah, that would have. But yeah, no, it was. Um, It was amazing. And Mm -hmm. it was awesome. A lot of people there are stuck up snobs. That
2: does not surprise me whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Like one of the when we the day we were leaving, there was these two girls at the front desk whining and complaining. They're like they're like, I don't get why we're paying all this money if we're not allowed to eat outside. So you're allowed to eat outside for every meal, but breakfast. Breakfast is if you want to eat the hotel food, you have to eat inside the dining room. Cause okay. Like so you don't take the plates and stuff outside. Well, yeah. She's like, she's like, I am not eating inside during COVID. Like, okay, if that's really your worry, you probably then why are you on vacation? Yeah, you yeah. probably should not go to Mexico. Oh my god, she's like, I don't know why we're paying all this money. Clearly, it's not all inclusive, even though you say it is. God, people—that's
2: what they worried. were saying, bro. Those people are so goddamn annoying.
1: I know people are just the worst. Mm-hmm. And also, a lot of people did not tip there. It's kind of surprised me. Like we brought a, we each brought a hundred dollars in singles, and we tipped like a dollar two for everything we did because that goes a long way in Mexico. So yeah, um, but a lot of people did not tip. So like people so knew we were. Yeah.
2: Huh? Oh, do they take USD there then?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Um, they take both. Okay. But, um, you know, it was it was a blast. I really hope we go next year and. If we do, I'm assuming Nick will be coming with because he'll be living with us. So
2: That would be awesome. I would love to go to fucking oh, Cancun. You, you'd, have, <laughs> you'd, have
1: so, you'd have so much fun. We might. Yeah. Oh, never know <laughs> I'll say it after.
2: <laughs> or you can say it and then bleep it out.
1: That's yeah, too much work in the editing booth. <laughs> okay, and then don't say it. Then yeah, don't say it. <laughs> all right, yeah, but that's all I got. That's why we missed a week. Sorry, but I'm also not sorry because it was this was way more fun than recording. A yeah, we no, we gave them two episodes in a week, bro. They're fine. That's true. We did. Yeah, we did two episodes. So mm. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that all we got? You guys got anything? Nope. Nope. All right. Um, I'm kind of sick of having like a scripted outro. So I think I'm just gonna freaking free ball this for the rest of time. Um yeah. Because I say the same thing every time. So if they were going to do it, they would have done it by now. So Mm -hmm. I think that's all I'm going to say. Dead serious. See ya. (laughs)